0: Hi, I'm Joy. Hi, I'm Susan. And this is Girlish Gurus. And Susan, why are we here?
1: We are here to start a conversation about female empowerment and the issues facing women our age at this time, and to have some
0: fun along the way. So let's get started. Okay. okay welcome back we've
1: decided to do a little bit of a different podcast today we joy and i attended an event on friday that was very meaningful to both of us Mm -hmm. it's the second time we've gone together but it's the fourth time joy has been there
0: in five years and i would have gone in 2020 of course except for the pandemic i had tickets set to go The name of the event is Art in
1: Bloom, and it's held at the uh, North Carolina Museum of Art. We are very lucky as residents of Raleigh, in particular, and North Carolina to have a museum like this. Of that quality. It's really good. It's amazing, and it's free. Mm -hmm. They ask for donations only. It's free to the public, and it is quite amazing. Um, They've got a couple different buildings. They've got outdoor sculptures they've got a walking path it's just a beautiful beautiful place to go
0: now the exhibit itself was not free we did have to buy tickets to that but the beautiful thing about this exhibit is it's actually in the building where the public can go and explore all the different pieces of art Right, it's in the main building where
1: the majority of the art is. I, there's another building that has other pieces and where they do some of the exhibition space special mm-hmm. exhibits that they they have come in. But this is where the majority of the day-to-day art that they display and curate is kept. Mm-hmm. And Joy, do you want to talk a little bit about what the gist of it is, what they've put together and curated for this?
0: Well, I think the important thing to start with is touch on just the quality of the museum. And if you are lucky enough to have a museum like this near where you are, I strongly encourage you to go patronize that museum. Go look at it. This museum is in two parts, basically. It has the older building, which has been there for a number of years, and then the newer building, which is much more modern and light and bright and evocative of modern museums that you see where there's portraits and paintings and also statues, a lot of statuary there, a lot of sculptures, just a lot of different pieces. And Art in Bloom, I'm not quite sure how long it's been going, but the basic premise is florists or people who are floral artists, they get together and they choose a piece from the new wing of the museum. They choose a piece that's on display there and they interpret that piece in flowers. So they take that piece of art and they put their spin on it in their interpretation and they build a floral piece that is designed to evoke the original piece of art. And it's just amazing. It's just I can't describe how fantastic it is to see. It's beautiful. And it smells good, too, with all the flowers. So that whole building is basically full of flowers. Incredible, beautiful arrangements. Yeah, I think this year there were a total of,
1: what, 43? 44? 43.
0: I think that's just the number of pieces that were in the actual exhibit. There were flowers all over the museum campus. Oh, yeah. In the museum store, on countertops, where you go pick up your tickets, outside, in the other building. And they were just amazing, beautiful flowers, amazing.
1: I'm such an art lover. And whenever I travel, one of the first things I do is figure out, well, where's the art museum and is it one I've ever been to before? Mm -hmm. Are they having a special exhibit? Because to me, I can never get enough of that stuff. And when we've been to this exhibit, it's art interpreting art as far as I'm concerned. And I'm always fascinated at looking at pieces of art when they were done, what the times were like then. And so the artist's interpretation of whatever it was they were painting at that moment in time, what history was like, what times were like, what people were like, and how they've interpreted that. And then you have these floral artists that come in and are reinterpreting that Mm -hmm. in their own mind today. It, to me, it's just a fascinating thing and I, I love it. And these floral artists are so talented And so amazing. And we actually got to meet one of the artists when we were there of one of the pieces, which was really kind of cool because I didn't know that they even came Mm -hmm. when the exhibit was going on. So that was kind of fun to meet her.
0: And she stood and talked about the piece a little bit. It was Mm -hmm. very interesting. Mm
1: -hmm. That was kind of fun to be able to meet one of the Mm -hmm. florists. One of the florists,
0: yep. Oh, they were beautiful pieces. And her piece was Particularly beautiful. It was gorgeous, and actually, I think you have a picture of it on your Instagram account.
1: I do. If anybody's interested in looking at a few of the photos, I didn't post all of them, but I did post a few of my favorites. My Instagram account is Susan L R five one two. Also, I want to give you some of the hashtags from the Art in Bloom exhibit, so that if you want to look for some of the other photos that may be out there, the hashtags they provided were hashtag ncma which stands for north carolina museum of art bloom ncma bloom and then also hashtag pnc art in bloom because pnc bank was one of the sponsors if not the sponsor Mm -hmm. of the event this year most people know that's pnc bank so and pittsburgh Ah, Ah, so that all stands for
0: Pittsburgh National Corporation, which is where (laughs) I'm from. Yay, (laughs) go Steelers. So we're going to include those hashtags and Susan's Instagram handle in the description of this podcast. So if you want to go out there and pull up those hashtags and you'll probably see photographs from years past and some of the exhibits. Again, I've been going for four years And I have so many pictures. I have so many. I've put some in my Instagram account. And my Instagram account is at Joy Alford Brand. But I do have some pictures in my Instagram account. And those are photographs from years past. I haven't posted any from this year just yet. But I will. And this exhibit, it's very inexpensive. The tickets were $37 a piece very inexpensive that's not a, a bank breaker for most folks who can get out there and have an opportunity to go and check out something just so amazing like this it's just a just a beautiful thing and art checking out art in your local museums a lot of them are free Mm-hmm. many of them are free and that's an opportunity for you to just get out and immerse yourself in something that's so inspiring And I think, too, sometimes even if they aren't free, they
1: may have days when they are free or weekends when Mm -hmm. it's a free weekend for those people who can't afford to pay to get into the museum. I know when I lived in Chicago, they used to do that on occasion. So and I thought it was interesting, too, that this exhibit, they did it on the spring equinox Mm -hmm. week, the week of spring equinox, which was perfectly timed I think oh
0: yes perfectly timed and normally they do it around this time of year and it's just amazing it's just an incredible exhibit it's just so wonderful to see and I hope anyone who's out there I'm sure there's got to be other museums who do this I think there are I think I actually have
1: read that Washington DC has something similar I I feel like I read that somewhere that they have an art in bloom as well and I would think that some other museums probably partake in something similar.
0: Boy, could you imagine going and seeing an art and bloom exhibit in D.C. while the cherry blossoms are blooming?
1: How incredible would that Mm. be?
0: Okay, so just for fun, I don't know if I, I think I've told you the story about the art teacher I had in college who went to, this was when I was a poor college kid, right? Eating Italian surprise and all that kind of stuff, which is, if you don't know, spaghetti sauce and bread. And I was in my art class, art 101 or whatever it was, art 105. You know, you're in the what art appreciation. Roo- right. <laughs> you're in the room with 200 other people. And I had this art professor and she talked about all of the different cuz she had a PhD in art if I'm not mistaken. And she had all these amazing experiences and one of them was she actually got to go to the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican and they were getting ready to clean it. You remember know, back in the 90s when they started cleaning it, and it was a big scandal that they were cleaning all of the soot. Right. It would burn candles and had fires going and things like that. But she was telling a story about going up on the scaffolding to get close to the actual painting itself, the ceiling itself. And the individual who was there showing her around said, go ahead and touch it, senora. We're going to clean it anyway. And she got to touch it.
1: That's incredible. hmm
0: quite a story I've remembered that story all these years but isn't that something I it sound. I think we've
1: talked about this before that for me my family was not that aware of art at all mine either really like that's just not something my parents were all that interested in Mm -hmm. not that they didn't appreciate it when they saw it but it just wasn't something they knew a lot about I grew to love it from my art appreciation class in college Mm -hmm. Hugh Taylor was my teacher and he was amazing. And we used to sit in this auditorium <laughs> with the lights out and the big movie screen and he would just show slide after slide amazing, yes. and explain artwork and the show us the themes of that would look at this and see how this is this way and the lighting is this and then as as would happen with college students who were hung over from whatever (laughs) party they might have been at in the middle of it because you're in a dark room he would slap his pointer at the screen (laughs) and you'd see the whole room jump in unison (laughs) wakey wakey But without him, I don't know that I would have grown to appreciate art the way I do now. I still recognize paintings from that class. Mm-hmm. When I see them in these famous museums, I mean, I, I do. I mm-hmm. And I'm so appreciative of
0: that. It's amazing. Yeah. I have so many fond memories of that. And actually, I, I got to take my mother to one of those classes with me.
1: Oh, how cool.
0: And she loved it. Yes, she loved it. I do recall having my mother with me in that class. And she was just amazed. Because likewise, my family did not go to museums, except for military museums. We lived in Dayton, Ohio, and the United States Air Force Museum is there. And I've been to that museum so many times. I've been to the Air and Space Museum so many times. I've been to Udvar so many times, which is the Air and Space extension of the smithsonian so it's out at dulles airport i've been there so many times air and space military i've been there a bunch of times so i just put a plug in there for the military museum which actually i quite enjoy to a great extent but if we're talking about museums there is that little plug i need to give for the military museums and there is art there there's sure beauty to be found particularly in the aviation museums with the artwork on the airplanes and that's just a kind of Touchstone that I have f- from my past, going to those military museums, but those are the only kinds of museums we ever went to. We never went to an art museum ever, ever. And Dayton has a great one, the Dayton Art Institute. Yes, I've heard of it. Really good museum there. Yeah, I didn't start going to that museum until high school when we actually took a field trip there, and that was the first time I was ever in that museum, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, like you, I th- my fam. We, it's not that we didn't go to museums, but it, they were usually. Natural history museums Mm. or historical type museums, not art museums. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad was very much into history and we did Gettysburg and all that kind of. You
0: being from Pennsylvania, you had all of that. And I was a history major in undergraduate school. So for me, I always wanted to go there and see all of those. Right. All those historical monuments, the Liberty Bell. Oh, yeah. And I know that's not in Pittsburgh, but. Yeah. (laughs) The Liberty Bell, Independence Hall. Right. I always wanted to go there and see all of those things. Oh, yeah. And I didn't get to go until a few years ago when my best friend and I went and we spent a weekend looking around and seeing all those museums and right. things in, in Philadelphia. It was wonderful.
1: Well, and the thing is, as you visit any th- of the historical places like that or homes like We've talked about D.C. a little bit, like you go to Mount Vernon. You're seeing artwork in those places, too, because they try to display the artwork that would have been in the home Mm -hmm. at that time. Right. So so you get to see those things. And I always too love just popping in the galleries and seeing Mm -hmm. current artists work. To me, that's as enjoyable as going to the museum and seeing Mm -hmm. the older, more famous pieces of artwork. I love seeing new artists work and seeing what's out there now. So I try to do that as well. but
0: And you can do that inexpensively too. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's free to go in a store and look. So one thing I do worry about is I want this to be accessible to everybody. And so I want to make sure we're very clear. You can go to a lot of these museums for free. There are a lot of world-class museums all over the United States. So you might have one near you. So what can you do? if you're interested in going to museums or partaking of this free cultural resource that we have here in the United States or wherever you're listening. Right, so the best thing
1: to do is just check to see which ones are free or if they're going to have a free weekend. As I said, I know that some of the museums in Chicago used to do that so that they were accessible to anyone. Look it up. It's not something that you have to travel around the world to appreciate or to experience. And I think even online, sometimes you can go on and access some of the museums and the beautiful pieces they have and just look through them and learn about the artwork from them. Some of the larger museums that are free have their artwork online that you can go through. I think New York, I think the Met does and I'm the Smithsonian probably does as well. So take advantage of those things if you can't physically get to these places. And that really blossomed
0: during the pandemic.
1: Absolutely, it did. Yeah, what a what a wonderful thing to come of all of that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So I do think it's important to talk a little bit about why you should make an effort to go out and see art museums and maybe even like botanical gardens and things like that. Go out and find beauty in the world every day. What's your thought on that?
1: Well, I couldn't agree more. I think if we spend our days always looking at the problems that are going on in this world, the the heaviness that can be out there if you choose to focus on it all the time. I just don't believe that's how we were meant to live, to continually focus on the negative of where the economy might be going, on this pandemic, on the current war situation, on other things that are going on in the world that can be so overwhelming and so heavy. Places like museums, botanical gardens, just events to get you out to appreciate art, beauty, the wonderful gifts that we are given in this world. And it can just be a walk through a garden that can give you that beauty and joy to give you a lift for the day and mm-hmm. kind of take you away from. All the troubles in this world because we can't constantly stay in that mode.
0: No, I think that the underlying message here is why is it important to make an effort to go out and take a walk in, in nature or to go to an art museum and see an exhibit like this or even just go to a free art museum and see what they have to offer or just experience beauty in the everyday. And I think the underlying message there is you have to give yourself a break from the heaviness that's going on in the world. You have to. You can't be in that fight or flight status indefinitely because if you are, ultimately it's gonna affect you physically, not just mentally and emotionally. In my mind, it's a connection of the mind and body. And I think that having an opportunity to get away from all the strife that's in the world right now is critical. You have to have that outlet. You have to have something else that fills you up, that inspires you, that gives you hope, that gives you a reason to put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. Because if nothing else, this last two years has really taught me the importance of having something to look forward to and having an opportunity to bask in the beauty that's out there. Because as difficult as things are in the world, and my heart goes out to so many people who are struggling, it's so important to have that place in your mind where you can go and you can be around something beautiful. And you can give yourself a break from the strife that's out in the world. There's nothing more valuable to me than having that breather, having that ability to fill yourself up, to fill up your cup with something else so that you can unhook that stress part of your brain and just be for a little while and be happy and joyful. Ha ha. You can never have too much joy. (laughs) And really that's something you need to do for your mind and your body.
1: I agree. I agree. And now it's, it's almost the end of March. We're coming up on April. Nice weather's coming about festival season is Mm -hmm. coming about the uh, go and look for the festivals that might be going on in your area. Most most of the time not all the time but most of the time those are free to just walk around and could be a music festival it could be a food kind of festival art art festival whatever they might be i I used to love to do those things when i lived in chicago there's three months of summer the rest is winter (laughs) And all the festivals were chalked into those three months. Mm-hmm. And I used to try and get to as many as I could because they were phenomenal. They had everything. It, it And it was great. Pittsburgh is the same. North Raleigh here is the same. Philadelphia, wherever you are, every city, summer's it. So mm-hmm. go out and look for those opportunities to just get to these things and walk around and just Be in the midst of the fun and the joy. If you can afford it, grab some good food that's there. Buy a piece of art. Listen to the music, whatever it might be. Just soak it in.
0: I think that you're exactly right. I do want to see those festivals come back. I love the Greek festival. I love going to the Greek festival. Oh, (laughs) I eat and eat and eat. I love the Greek festival. I love classic cars. I love balloon rallies. I love all kinds of different. I know here in Wake Forest, and you and I are lucky. We live in North Carolina. The weather's better for more of the year. Exactly. Not like the Chicago situation. (laughs) For us, winter's like three months long. It's the opposite. Exactly. So for us, we can have access to festivals that go pretty much year round for the most part. And there are some wonderful festivals. In in fact here in Wake Forest, there's a classic car festival, a classic car show, I should say, that's free to the public. You can just go downtown Mm -hmm. and walk around. Yeah. Stop by Shorties, get yourself a hot dog, go walk around and look at all the amazing cars. And so those kinds of things, that's a way just to find beauty out in the world and a way to give yourself a break from all of the grief that's going on in the world and also, whatever personal struggles you might be having, right,
1: just to kind of give the heaviness of whatever might be happening mm-hmm. a break, right.
0: And the goal in my mind is to to turn toward something more pleasing, something happier, something right, something lighter. Just for, even if it's just for a little while, right. Before you have to resume your mantle yeah. <laughs> of whatever you're dealing with in your life, right. Yeah. And so for me, this past weekend, getting to see Art and Bloom, getting to have that experience with you, getting to rejoin that community to a great extent was just, su- it was salve for the soul. It was a bomb. It really was. It, it was fantastic.
1: It really was. It, it was. And it was a joy to. ha ha, a joy you can never have too much joy i'll say it again (laughs) it was a joy to be able to share it with you as is anything we do together and then we even got to enjoy a nice meal Mm -hmm. and some lovely wine afterwards at mandolin which is a great little restaurant here in raleigh so um thank you for sharing that with me oh yes it was
0: wonderful yeah It, it was so great it was a good experience from start to finish okay so now to a fun topic that i kind of wanted to talk to you about a little bit for a while this is going to be so fun so (laughs) you're making me nervous no 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 so you're embarking on a little bit of something new that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet and that is you are ramping up your instagram activity right i
1: am that's yes. cool.
0: Very cool. So what are you doing? Tell me, tell me about it.
1: Well, you and I have talked about this a little bit, but I'm just trying to start posting things about my life. The things that I enjoy, the things that I do on a regular basis, the things that have brought joy to my life, really.
0: We've talked about this a little bit, you're right, and I'm. this kind of ties in to the topic we are discussing today, and that is finding beauty, and that is art, and a little bit of creativity, really, is it what is. it is. Yeah. And I'm very proud of you for embarking on this, because it is a new world. It absolutely is for me, and mm-hmm. I just, the whole thing
1: of learning how to do the posts and the pictures, and I'm learning now that all the algorithms have changed, and people And the video is more important. So now I got to learn how to video and Mm -hmm. all these different things that go along with this that are really not things I thought I was going to be learning at this point in my life. But it's been fun. It is fun. It's really been a lot of fun. And it's allowing me to share some of my life with people. And granted, at this point, I don't have a lot of followers I actually have more people commenting on things on my Facebook account than my Instagram at the moment. But it's it's a learning process Mm -hmm. of how to add people to your follower list and what things hook people in. And so it's a it's been an interesting thing, but it has been fun and it's fun to see the comments you get back from people and the reactions to whatever it is that you might post and. So,
0: well, you do a lot of fun stuff and you have a lot of amazing pictures. You've traveled around the world. You, you're a big cook and you have decorated your whole townhouse, which is gorgeous. I hope we get to see more pictures of that because your aesthetic is really good. And it's just fun to watch you explore all of that on Instagram. And some of the pictures you're coming out with are great. Thank you. Not, n- not just say for example art and bloom because i don't really think you can take a bad picture at art and bloom (laughs) i don't think you can either no right but some of your pictures are just they're lovely they're great and i strongly encourage anybody out there if you're looking for beauty in the everyday then you can find it on instagram you really can You you can you don't have to follow the teeny boppers or the Whatever is out there, you can find people who are interested in the same things you're interested in and you can follow them on Instagram and you can see what they're doing and you can share in that. That's why hashtags are so important. Right. Yes, you can post and share hashtags and everyone can share in that topic and everyone can contribute to it. And I just love that about Instagram because that is an important way to find beauty in the everyday from your cell phone. It's access,
1: right? Mm -hmm. It's access for everyone to find beauty every day. You're absolutely right, Joy. And it is fun to poke around in there and look for different things of topics that you're interested in and see what people are posting and what their Mm -hmm. lives are about. And you don't have to get so caught up in it that it's this obsession of anything. It's just that, You know what? It's a way to express yourself. It's a way to express your creativity. And that's what's been fun for me. Because, yeah, I have a lot of different interests. And a lot of people don't know about all those things that I do or that I've had the opportunity to experience. And this is a way for me to share it all.
0: I mean, for crying out loud, you've been to India.
1: I have, and I haven't even posted a thing
0: no, about that yet. So I can't wait to see
1: that. Yeah, I've got a ton of pictures of that, and I did so many amazing things while I was there that you would never guess are even available to do mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of Calcutta in India. So, yeah, that and the cooking, and then I haven't posted anything about my painting that I oh, that's endeavored right. to do through the pandemic which has been a ball for me as well. I love to decorate and my travel and there's just a ton of things and family and friends and so cookies cookies <laughs> cupcakes um yeah beef bourguignon mm-hmm. so mm. lots of good stuff and fun stuff for me and that'll keep evolving and Hopefully, as I learn, it'll get better and better. And and if it doesn't, you know what? That's okay, too, because mm-hmm. I'm having fun doing it. It's That's it's what my, matters, yes. It's my creative outlet right now. And inexpensive. Very inexpensive, mm-hmm. yeah. You might have to buy a little bit of equipment depending on how good you want your postings to look but even those things are not that expensive and mostly you can just use your phone your iphone Mm -hmm. to take photos take the movies and then post them and now i'm learning tiktok is a new thing i need to learn so
0: mostly i've been working on podcasting lately so that's my creative outlet that's what i do i podcast right now so well and you Pulled me into
1: this and we've been having a ball. It's been so much fun. It so, is
0: great fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on that note.
1: <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. We mm-hmm. hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back with more. And until then, have a wonderful time. Enjoy your life. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girlish Gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for a new, interesting, and fun topic. Be sure to check the description of this episode for any links or information about the episode's topics
0: and to find us on our social media platforms. And don't forget to download this episode, give it a good review, and share it with your girlfriends. The more interaction we get, the more episodes we can post. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.